Welcome to a special isolation edition of the Let's Meet for a Beer podcast. I am joined by my friend, J.D. Lewis. How are you doing? I am alone, but I don't say that for sympathy. The, the prime minister said we're supposed to be alone, so that's why I'm alone. Absolutely. So the conversations that we're having, just to let everybody know, are going to be unedited and we're recording them over the internet. So the sound quality might be a little spotty from time to time, but what can people expect? You can expect, I guess, a few things, you know, hopefully some inspiration. If your spirits need picking up, hopefully we can be that source of inspiration for you and show you this doesn't necessarily have to be a totally ugly, scary thing. Some companionship. Jesus, if, if you need a friend right now, let us be your friends for the next half hour and for the episodes that follow. And finally, hopefully this can be a reminder to you that, you know, something like COVID-19, while it's super scary and, and we still don't totally know everything about it, that doesn't mean it's all bad things coming out of it. Sir Isaac Newton developed his theory on gravity while in isolation and quarantine from the bubonic plague. I'm not suggesting we're going to change the laws and rules of science here on this podcast, but I do think some good can come out of a bad situation. And I think we're going to learn that together. Just want to say thanks to everybody for letting us be a part of your day. And I hope you enjoy the conversations. everybody, welcome back to another Let's Meet for a Beer podcast. Uh, this is an isolation edition, and I am with my friend Wade from Bourne, Colorado Brewing in Calgary, Alberta. How are you doing, Wade? I'm good. How are you, Mark? I am good. Yeah, considering, like you said, we're kind of in, uh, we're kind of in limbo here, so every day is just like the last, and we don't know when it's going to end. So, yeah. That's, that's the thing, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, first of all, from a health perspective, are you feeling, aside from the fact that you tweaked your neck the other day, um, are you feeling good? Are you feeling healthy? Yeah, things are good. Uh, our staff's healthy. Um, Born Colorado Brewing is in a good shape from that standpoint. Everyone's safe and sound and so far from our like, family perspective as well. I think everyone's trying to take care of themselves the best they can and just maintain eating well and, and drinking lots of water, just like doing all the things you're supposed to do all the time. But I guess people are just taking it a bit more seriously now. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. 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 Being a little bit more conscious of that, all of a sudden health becomes something you're not taking for granted quite as much. Totally. Um, so from a business perspective, um, obviously you guys have had to kind of change course into something yeah. that you hadn't even anticipated, say two, two weeks ago, a month ago, whatever. Um, so what have you guys done to kind of, uh, to keep the doors open, I guess, if you will. Yeah. So we shifted, uh, our model, I guess, overnight, which was just a strange thing literally to go from, I don't know, whatever percentage of sales from being our retail sales on premise from pints in our tap room. And then our consumption from restaurants and bars to strictly just doing off sales, whether that's, uh, clean growler fills or can sales here at the brewery, and then trying to maintain our, our liquor store kind of retail accounts as well. So we've shifted all our production uh, into cans and trying to maintain some kegs a, a little bit here just to keep up with some growler fills. Right. Uh, so able to switch around that. And then we're also fueling a little bit of the hand sanitizer fire here too via annex sales and the team. Uh, so we're supporting by making some brewery wash or some distillery wash, I guess. And that's getting shipped over to Confluence Distilling. And then those guys are taking it from there and producing alcohol that can then be final product as hand sanitizer too. So keeping some tanks full of that and then also just trying to keep up with cans. So 
That's really cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome to see how <clears throat> kind of as a community, how you guys all pivoted towards seeing that need for the hand sanitizer and uh, doing what you can to kind of help out. Cause you know, the people who I would say the true entrepreneurs are the ones that are seeing that need and trying to help not seeing that need and trying to exploit, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like a hard thing. I think there's going to be some pushback no matter how you slice and dice it of someone saying these guys are just trying to make a buck, which at the end of the day, you're still trying to keep some people employed. And I don't think the idea here is to make gross profit. It's to keep the lights on, to keep uh, the employees that were employed, employed and keep the hours, you know, up to what we can between all the different companies and however we can support. Um, Annex Ales was able to take on the front of being able to do the blending on their site just because of the licenses that they have and then able to kind of start that process quicker than some of us who didn't already have those licenses in place and then able to just support they have to keep up with production on their beer as well and so i don't have a clue on how many breweries are kind of aiding in that process here but there's a lot and there's a few distilleries too just in our little local community so it's really neat no that's that's super cool um and kind of in that vein how is like what is the vibe in the barley belt these days just in terms of it just seems to me from in, from what i'm getting on social media and stuff um which i've been on way more than than yeah. i have ever been in my life um but it, there seems from an outsider's perspective to be a really positive vibe coming from the barley belt these days is that is that fair to say i think that there's the same vibe that there always has been i think that there was a hiccup in time a few month month or two ago, whenever it was, when Banner Peak, uh, the sale of Banner Peak to Labatt Brewery. Um, and from there, I think things kind of, I guess, blew up to an extent and were able to kind of let the time, time heals a bit and things kind of come down. And there's still the same group of guys who are around here. Uh, we're still all still all working. We're still all on the, on the same team, still trying to push for the greater good around here. And you know what happens when there's like a big event of tragedy or something else. Everyone just pulls together. Uh, and I think that's ever true right now for sure. So. Yeah. I was going to ask you, and that's what it feels like, I guess, to me is that all of a sudden things got put back into a perspective where it's yeah. just like, you know, we got to, you know, we got to, you know, we, we have an opportunity to band together because you guys are super unique in, in that, you guys have so many of you, um, you know, you have the brewers and you have the distilleries and you have um, the cideries yeah. um, all in that same area, you know? So um, I think a lot of people really look to that area um, as kind of what the, what the beer community is all about to some degree. So it's a hot spot, And I think it still is. Uh, it shows right now, just how we've all, we're working together to, you know, communicate changes and we've been on group chats and facetimes and whatever zoom meetings and stuff with our fellow the fellow owners and teams here just trying to help each other out where we can what are you guys doing with your staff what are you doing here is there some work sharing that can happen is there any of those types of things because we're all going through everyone's got different businesses but we're all going through the similar things right so yeah yeah it's it's unique in that in this community uh, we're very, I think we're very good at rallying around someone when they're struggling. And yeah. so it's unique in that we're all kind of struggling at the same time, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, so it's cool to see everybody rallying where they can to kind of help, help and pitch in. So very, very cool. Um, uh, how are you balancing your time? Are you, are you able to take some time off? Like, uh, like <laughs> I, I know it's crazy, but like, you know, do, do you have some downtime at night? You know what? We, 
have talked a lot about kind of what that looks like and making sure going back to just like staying healthy. Cause if we're not healthy, we can't, we can't continue to operate. We will like just be able to close, like it'll just swallow itself up if, if we can't stay healthy. So it's very important that we do take some time. Uh, it's, it's difficult right now. I think we're putting in far more hours than we were because it's like crisis mode and you're just trying to keep everything moving ahead. Uh, we're trying to chill out in the evenings and make sure that at least one day, whether it's kind of like a Sunday, Monday for us right now, that we're able to just take a little bit of time and get away from it from the owner's operators kind of perspective. Uh, staff are encouraged to continue that. Obviously we don't have the open hours that we were. So perhaps, you know, our staff, unfortunately are getting a bit more time away than they normally were. Uh, but that's just life. Um, but again, if we're not healthy, things just yeah. cease to exist. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of the foundation is, uh, really maintaining and, and being conscious of that health. Um, and one of the questions that I always ask is, you know, I'm, I'm always curious about people's physical health and, and mental health just because they're, they're so intertwined. Um, are there things you do to just maintain your physical health and, uh, and then I guess your mental health as well? Yeah. So we, uh, we took the garage personally and said, always kind of talked about having a bit of a garage gym and pulled the truck out and threw up the weights and kind of got things going in there. Um, I guess the fitness kind of gym community around Calgary, depending on kind of what you're, if it's running or biking or lifting or whatever has kind of rallied around the idea of promoting at home fitness right now, whether that's, you know, just doing sit-ups and push-ups or something, or that's if you do have some access to some weights. And so we're able to do that. And that's been awesome. And then, uh, brewing's an active job. So it's always, it's always got a lot of that going on here too, but no, got to continue, got to get outside. It's a big thing for me. And so when, you know, parks closed here and whatnot, that was a bit of a unfortunate kind of closure, but it's just part of the deal. And we knew that was, you know, we got to, we got to move in that direction, but skiing was a big thing here over the winter and you know spring is now in session and so biking season hasn't started so we're just kind of chomping at the bit for some trails to open up but i know i was hoping that maybe even road biking would happen and then i wake up and it's like snowing in minus 16 i'm come on man like give us something here um and then from a from a mental health perspective like because what you guys are in the middle of is it it can be overwhelming i'm imagining on days is there something that you you do to just allow yourself to step back and, and make sure that you're, you're kind of, you know, taking care of yourself from a mental perspective as well. I think one of the biggest things for me is making sure I, I'm always a big proponent of it, but just checking out from the social media, the, the, the news, you know, the news quips, if you're going to read some, some real news, then go ahead. I think that's, that's personally for me, something that I enjoy is reading, I guess, articles that are written properly kind of thing, as opposed to just looking at the headlines, but checking out from that and getting away and putting that phone down and getting off the screen time. Screen time has been a lot for us lately uh, from the standpoint of doing FaceTimes or talking to your family or whatever. And it just making sure we get away from that. And that's just something for me that I, I need to do uh, for my own time and getting outside. I don't like walking, but we're forced <laughs> to get outside and just take some strolls and just make sure you're getting that fresh air. Cause it's just cooped up time right now, you know? Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. And yeah, you need that. I've always been a fan of alone time and yeah. uh, you know, so that, that's how I, that's how I get myself back into kind of a groove. Um, so I'm, I, I've kind of been asking and, and I'm getting in a lot of shit for, for um, admitting certain things. One is I've admitted that I've never watched um, 
a few of the shows that you can find on Netflix and stuff like that. The Sopranos is one. Um, I've never watched the matrix for whatever reason. Okay. But, um, so now it's kind of a good time to binge if, if you can, yeah. anything that you recommend binging from a, from a you show perspective, I'm and don't say, a- don't say, uh, tiger King. That's not no, allowed anymore. I've heard lots of that, but we're, <laughs> I'm a more of a movie guy to be quite honest. Uh, yeah. we're a bit of like the TV series here and there, but I get into them and then I get out of them so quick because I just don't don't commit the time or don't take the time to sit down and watch. So I'm more of a movie guy. Uh, we watched one this week. Um, it was based off a old book from about like the 1950s or 40s or something by Agatha Christie. Said it was a book that was called And Then There Were None. And it's there's kind of like a parody that's been written. And I, I'm blanking on the name here. Uh, it's called Knives Out. Oh, okay. And yeah. And so it's just a, a recent release, just goofy kind of takes a group of, I don't know, I guess there's 10 different characters in it and kind of goes through their, someone dies and they're trying to go through on how, what this, what happened during the whole thing, but it's got all a great list of char- cast and characters in it. And is the guy that does James Bond in that one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that when it was in theaters, but it was kind of one of those ones that, that you never thought of going to or for, for whatever reason. For sure. No, I yeah. didn't even cross my mind until I asked a buddy who's a huge movie buff. I said, Hey, what should we watch? He watched it right as soon as it kind of came out on Apple TV or whatever there. And I said, okay, so we watched it and it was a good little flick. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, like I said, with all the, the free time on our hands at night, it's uh, it's nice I to know. be able to be directed in a certain way. That's uh, not tiger King. Um, so, what else do you like, um, any books you recommend? I'm, I'm, I've just been doing on my website, I'm starting a blog with kind of books that I've recommended. I was talking to Andrew from apex the other day and he recommended outliers, which happened to just randomly be my next book that I had kind of on my shelf. Hey, that I read. Yeah. It was kind of weird how that worked out, but uh, do you have any books you, you might recommend for someone to read in a time like this? I'll be quite honest. I'm probably the worst reader that there is that you could have ever talk to for an interview. I'm not going to be like your Tim Ferriss guys that have, you know, this endless books to recommend yeah. and your next, next thing. But I'm a nonfiction reader. If I read, uh, I devour the news. I like reading world news right now. It's really difficult to get, uh, anything, but about COVID, but if you <laughs> yeah. can, fi- if you can find anything out there, there's just, it's just something that I kind of like enjoy doing is reading that and picking up um, read a bit of literature about, you know, the sciences and stuff behind our industry sometimes. And then I really get into, if I, if I had to pick something, it is kind of those like mentor style or, uh, coaching lifestyle coaching books. And I, to be honest, I probably haven't picked up one of those in over 12 months here, but whether it's the Tim Ferriss or it's some of the, like his tribe of mentors, those types of books where it has multiple different viewpoints about anything and everything. What I like about that, and actually it's funny you mentioned that because that was the last two books that I put on my, on my uh, website. Yeah. Because what I like about that is they're bite-sized. You don't have to, you're not committed to like this, like 300 page book. It's just, you can read an interview, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever, you know, and be like, oh, okay. You get a a really unique perspective, but quickly. Super quick. It can be, some of them are three pages, some are five pages, the book's 500 pages, but the time commitment is small. And when you have a snippet of time and you're able to sit down, it's so great just to pick up for 15 minutes, put it down. And it's not like you lose your place. It's not as though you have to 
commit that hour or whatever to really kind of like gain the knowledge or gain the information. Yeah. It's just there in and out, make some notes, move on. It's kind of like the book, uh, the art of war. And I've never, so I've, to be honest, I've never read it, but someone recommended it to me only because they said, you don't have to read it. You just open up a page and read like a little quote and it'll yeah. inspire you for something that day. So that's what I've started to do with that book. The art of war is just, I'll just pick it up and I'll read like a page and it'll be nice. like, how does that apply to what I'm doing? But I find the Tim Ferriss books are similar in that way. You know, you just kind of randomly pick an interview and it's just like, Oh, that, you know, I can use that in this way or what have you. Yeah. Um, we're creating an isolation soundtrack. Uh, so what song nice. should we add? Oh man. Isolation soundtrack. Can be anything. Can we feel good? You know, like Don McDonald had recommended walking on sunshine. The end of the world as we know it. Or? <laughs> Let's do it. I, I'll add that one. Um, we have yellow submarine on today. And we were just jamming to some old tunes there. And that was it's always just a good, like nostalgic sort of yeah. song that just like brings you back to a different time. And yeah, it's a bit of a strange song when you think about it, I guess, right now. But yeah, it's just a, it's a good little tune we were listening to earlier. So Did, what the, what does that mean? Like, because yellows, like we all live in a yellow submarine. Like, is there like, do you guys understand the message behind that? Because I don't. No, I, I don't. I don't have a clue <laughs> why like, they went there. It's like, hey, we're high and we're writing songs. There's I, no hidden message. It, it sounds 100% like that. And if there's something else, I'd love to be enlightened. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so one thing I like to ask people, um, you know, because right now there's a lot of people that are isolating, which is the right thing to do. Um, but, you know, if they're lonely or if they're struggling mentally, um, with, with what they're going through. Um, do you have any advice or anything that, um, you think might be helpful, helpful for people like that? Um, I think everyone has struggled with mental health on one level or another during their life. And if you haven't, uh, I think you will at some point and it's recognizing that within yourself. Uh, personally for me, it's just making sure you can talk to someone, um, struggled with mental health different times in my life. And it's, making sure you can reach out to whether it's a friend, a family member or a professional. Um, there's absolutely no shame. And I think uh, just being able to admit to yourself that you need some help is hundred percent. Okay. And it's the best Avenue forward. Um, there's lots of professionals out there. I do know I saw that um, uh, Alberta health HS, you know, psychologists and you can talk to one on the phone right now. Um, I don't know what the wait times or any of that kind of stuff is, but I do know they made the service accessible. Um, but always ask, ask someone, uh, lots of people see a therapist or see a psychologist different times and ask for recommendation. I think that there's a lot to be said right now for 15, 20 minutes on the phone with someone. And I know they're doing those interviews or kind of those questions over the phone and you never know. It's just getting to talk to someone that's not gonna, uh, have any judgment, pass any judgment and just listen. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. No, I like it. Um, and then finally, cause I know you probably, you know, you probably should get some work done today. Um, what are you most looking forward to when this is all over? And, uh, let's say we, we go back to some level of normal again. What do you, what are you looking forward to doing? What's the first thing you do? Uh, I'm ready to get back outside and just, just not have to think so diligently about kind of our next steps, how we're going about the day. Um, not to live care carelessly by any means, but we live in a world that 
I guess, fortunately enough, we don't think too much about this on a day-to-day basis ever. I think, I don't think you'd ask someone at, that they thought this would be something in our lifetime perhaps. And it's just like a strange feeling. So I'm going to get back out as soon as we can. Uh, I'll, I think it'll be the summer, get on the bike, uh, go rip up the mountain bike trails for me personally. And then I'm our busy time for our industry is coming up. It's uh, the biggest time of the year. So those patio beers at Born Colorado Brewing are going to be ready to rip as soon as we can. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, absolutely. hundred um, percent. Yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll force you to let me take along on the mountain biking this, Deal. this summer. Deal. Um, hey, thanks for taking the time. I know you're a busy guy, but uh, it's just for me, it's it's important to get you know perspectives from different people in our community, yeah. what they're dealing with. And and for me, it's just it's helpful. Um, and uh, just it's good to see, you know, the feel good stories that you guys are all a part of and, uh, you know, to be able to share them. So thanks for taking the time. And uh, yeah, no, I appreciate it, Mark. Thanks a lot. I, I look forward to having that patio beer soon. Yeah, totally. Okay. Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Okay. Yeah, take care. Take care. Bye bye. Hey everyone, thanks again for joining the podcast today. To learn more about how we are involved in the community, please visit letsmeetforabeer.com and albertabeerfestivals.com. Please remember to be kind and offer help wherever you can and never be afraid to ask for help. We're all in this together. Have a great day.